Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined today by Cameron. How's it going, Cameron? Hello. Uh, it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, it is humid, but not overly hot as the weather begins to change into just rain. So uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> also, there's no cockroaches in sight. Excellent. I hope I'm not saying that too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I guess, uh, All right. Speaking of surprises, uh, Leonard will also be joining us. It'll just probably be a little minute. So, yeah, got to fix his microphone. He'll pop up eventually. Love the technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this actually is a slightly specialer episode than than usual because mm-hmm. I like to think. They're all special in their own way. Well, yes, clearly. <laughs> Some more so than others. Yes. Uh, we are at our two-year anniversary. So we've been doing yeah. this for two fun-filled, monstrous God. years. That is that is so ridiculous. Too. It's I still, weird. I, yeah. I'm like, no, we just started like last month, right? Yeah, yeah. We've totally, we, we totally been doing this for like less than six months, it seems. But then, you know, we look back and like, what can we do for Yoko of the week? We got to make sure we don't do a double up. And like, I think we've done B like three times. We've gone through a few times. We've gone through a fair few times. (laughs) Ah, man, memories. Yes. Anyway, that shouldn't reminisce too much. This is an audio medium. So we should keep things flowing, yes, even if it is our anniversary. We'll we'll keep it going. Um, so, So what's the, what's, what's on the plate tonight? Dave, so uh, what we're what we've done is um, we'll be taking a look at a trilogy of films, uh, all vampire related and all by the same director Yamamoto Michio. Uh, these mm-hmm. would be Vampire Doll, Lake of Dracula, and The Evil of Dracula. Nice, excellent. And of course, first we'll have our uh, our traditional. Mm. Yokai of the Week. This is 99 Dexterity, and you're listening to Yokai of the Week. (laughs) Um, So if you're joining us just starting on our two-year anniversary, uh, congratulations for finding us and deciding this was the best place to start. Um, Yokai of the Week is a a fortnightly segment now, I guess not really a weekly segment, uh, where we... (laughs) randomly generate some numbers through the beautiful physical medium that is a die. Uh, and we see what Japanese monstrosity slash random spirit slash household object left unattended too long we get to talk about. Uh, in this case, we're doing B and C, I believe. Is that yes. correct? All right. So in the, in the time-honored biannual tradition at this point, although we didn't start it from the very start. Uh, Dave, roll them. That looks like an eight. An eight. Binbogami. The spirit of poverty. Oh. It's everyone's friend, the Bimbo Gami. Uh, literally, <laughs> you want uh, it to be your yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, whether you, whether you want him to be your buddy or not, I guess I guess he is. So this is literally the kami or the god of poverty. Uh, it's a kami or a god who inhabits a human being or their house to bring misery and poverty. Uh, several Japanese folklore essays and rakugos prefer, uh, refer to it. Um, apparently, it likes baked miso. Uh, the following story is told about the Bimbogami's preference of baked miso. Uh, there used to be an event till about 1877 to send Bimbogami away. At the end of each month, merchants in Senba made baked and plate-shaped miso. Then Abanto, the head clerk, with the plate-shaped miso in his hands, walked around till the air was filled with its appetizing smell. After a while, he bent the plate-shaped miso closed. The miso smell makes Bimbogamis come out of the houses they inhabit and traps them in it. The Banto jump- dumps the miso into a river and washes the smell away before returning. According to poet Mitsuyuki Nakamura, Bimbogami has an uchiwa to draw in and enjoy miso smell. Uh, what's, an, what's an uchiwa, Dave? Do you know? Because I don't. Dave does not know. Like, is, it, <laughs> is that like a like a guess? Like a, something it has to do, I guess? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's an object. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. If you continue also... reading, I will look into it. Yeah. Okay, so, generally, a Bimbogami appears as a skinny, dirty old man who wields both an Uchiwa and a Kendama in his hands. Okay, so it's a physical object. It's just quickly. Oh, it's a hand fan. Yeah, it's a fan. Ah, uh, so he's, <laughs> he's, wafting, yep. he's wafting yeah, the scent. He's wafting the scent in. And a Kendama, which just for consistency's sake, is that little that little ball and stick yeah. thing. It's a skill toy. Yeah, cup and stick cup and stick and ball thing and he wears one broken gaita on his foot so he's got a broken shoe poor guy um toen shosetsu is the mystery stories written by kyokute bakin and others includes the story of kyuki in 1821 there was a bushi house with ever-present misery one day the oops, brain turned off one day the man who served the house went to soka and came across a bonze the man asked him where he came from the bonze replied he came from the man's house the man that said that he'd never seen the bonsai before. I'm Bimbokami, the bonsai answered, and that's why so many people in the house caught an illness. That house has enough misery, so I shall go to another house. Your master will have better luck hereafter, and the bonsai disappeared. Just as it said, people in the house experienced better luck gradually. So it's kind of like a stains an area with bad luck and poverty. Which but then, is... like, knowingly does mm. it and then just moves on. It's like, oh, yeah, you guys have a yeah. little bit too much good luck. I'm going to go yeah, mitigate Yeah, going to go wreck, wreck <laughs> that for a bit. <laughs> uh, would you like to continue oh, on? Oh, yes, I'll continue on. So, being a kami, a binbogami cannot be killed. A story in Nikata Prefecture describes how it cannot be killed. I think that's what that's mm. supposed to. If you light yeah. an iori on an omisoka, iori's heat kicks binbogami out and in, invites uh, fuku uh, no kami, uh, the god of luck who likes the warmth mm-hmm. of Irori. There are many other superstitions which connect Binbogami with Irori, including that of Tsushima, uh, of Tsushima Ihime Prefecture. Uh, if an Irori is lit too repeatedly, Binbogami appears. So you can't just mm. keep trying to kick it away. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, uh, that, that's the sunken hearth um, you'll see in homes. Mm. So it's like an ash yeah. pit. Uh, yeah, a little bit into the floor, so you don't light your own wooden house on fire. <laughs> yeah, because there were 
generally made of wood. Uh, yeah. Tankai, an essay collection by Soan Tsumura, includes a story about a bimbogami. During a nap, a man dreams of a ragged old man entering the room. Thereafter, everything the man did went wrong. Four years later, in another dream, the old man appears again. The old man says that he will leave the house and tells the man how to send a bimbogami away. Make some baked rice and baked miso. Place them on an oshiki, a wooden board, um, and take it through the back door and dump them into the river. The old man also reveals how to avoid bimbogami hereafter, or thereafter. Not to make any baked miso, <laughs> which is preferred <laughs> by bimbogami, and never eat any raw miso, which makes poverty too severe to light a fire to bake miso. The man did as he was told, and he never again experienced poverty. So you, so you've got to cut miso out of your diet because you can't bake it, but you also aren't allowed to have it raw. <laughs> yeah. So no Interesting. miso. No miso. <laughs> uh, so it's also said the hospitality of uh, people haunted by Bimbogami can turn them into Fukunokami. Aihara uh, or Ihara Saikaku's Nippon Eidaigura includes the story in order Inoru Shurushi no Kami no Oshiki, uh, literally Oshiki is a prank sign, which tells about the man who deified a bimbogami. At the night of Jinjitsu, uh, January 7th in the old Japanese calendar, a bimbogami appeared at the man's bedside and thanked him. I had a prepared dinner on a tray for the first time and made the man a millionaire in return. It is also said that a poor Hatamoto, uh, who thought bimbogami had brought him security as well as poverty, put sake and rice out to pray to Bimbogami for a little bit of luck. And then he received a little bit of luck. <laughs> this Bimbogami is now enshrined beside Kitano Shrine in Bunkyo Ward, Tokyo. If you pray at the small shrine to welcome Bimbogami temporarily and send him away 21 days later, it is said you can avoid Bimbogami thereafter. Okay. so <laughs> I mean, if you're nice to it, I guess it it, it is nice in return. Uh, but... I'm interested by this idea of temporarily haunting yourself with a bimbogami in order to not get it later on in life. It's like a bimbogami vaccine, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to remember to ask only for a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of luck. You can come along with me for like just three weeks, then we'll send you away again. I think it's basically just equating greed with misery. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, do a little bit, give a little bit back, and maybe, uh, maybe the bimbogami will be turn out to be nice. Yeah. Who knows? Every, everything in moderation. <laughs> everything in moderation. Yes, except miso. No miso. <laughs> no. <Hold miso>. <laughs> Throw that in the river. <laughs> Was this legend just made by someone who really disliked miso? Do you think? No, he really liked it. So he would he would live downstream, ah, and everyone else yeah. throw the miso away, and he would just collect it all and eat it. Ha ha. Oh, that's a smart man. Then. He was the real <laughs> The real Bimbogami is the miso thief from the village downriver, yes. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was Yokai of the Week. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to put the music back in sometime because like, yeah, like... no one except for the very first few people will get that. It's <laughs> No. We no. had a theme song. We had a theme we song. We had one real. for like real, I a couple of months in there. 
I don't even know if it lasted that long. It ourselves. I think I, yeah. I kept it in for like three episodes and then. Yeah. It's the anniversary know. episode. Pull it out of storage. I will. I'll, have to, I'll, <laughs> I'll pull back the John version. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's jump into our main topic for the evening then. Let's do. So uh, these, these films are released in um, the 1970s. Uh, in particular, the mm-hmm. first film came out in 1970 um, itself. It's uh, Chio Suningyo, so it's Blood Drinking Doll, um, mm. is the the literal title of uh, the yeah. vampire yeah. doll. Uh, as we mentioned, it was directed by Yamamoto Michio, uh, mm-hmm. and that well, that's that's kind of it as far as <laughs> that that <laughs> part of it is concerned. Yeah. Oh, we've been joined. Yes, Leonard. we have been joined. Hello. Leonard is here. <laughs> he has returned. <laughs> has awoken from his slumber. <laughs> yes. What an, what, what an appropriate series of movies to be mm. talking about for second, second anniversary and, of course, my... Uh, uh, late uh entry into the podcast <laughs> uh which apparently is my catchphrase uh now yeah. uh, oh. <laughs> it's the both what yeah. actually happened and then what happens on a mm. sometime regular basis yeah i mean you know daylight savings will be changing up soon right i think, I think dave said tomorrow. it was tomorrow for you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. great make, i don't even know anymore. a little easier i, <laughs> Who I, knows? Don't, I don't even know anymore You'll lose an hour, Leonard, but it's new. Really, it'll just make it easier. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, according to uh, the uh, messages, the fiercely typed messages I've received, we are talking about three uh, Japanese vampire movies today. Yes? Yes. <laughs> There's at least three of them. <laughs> Yes, at, le- at least three, at least three <laughs> Japanese vampire movies. Uh, so, uh, what have we got started first? What you walked in as we began introducing the vampire doll. So, the first of the, oh, the oh, good. So, you're, you're the- you were exceedingly timely. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient, because the vampire doll just happened to be the first movie that I watched, because mm. I had to watch all three movies yesterday. Uh, <laughs> at least they're not super long. They're all like An hour 80-ish minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, the they're not a the huge shortest. investment. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, oh, so yeah. I guess, anyway, what, what Leonard? Is this yeah, you you watched this the most recently, so what? <laughs> so great. Give us a small <laughs> synopsis of the vampire doll. Just oh, what geez. Well, uh, um, <laughs> uh, 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 given my uh, my uh, my uh, known nature of being fluid in Japanese, um, I <laughs> will attempt to <laughs> to to pronounce these names uh, properly. We're right uh, here with you, man. We'll help. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, vampire doll. 
Uh, I'm thinking Mr. Well, uh, first and and foremost, um, uh, it was a dark and stormy night. Yes. Mm A gentleman and a cab driver are attempting to find the property. Uh, Is it Mr. Sawa? Uh, Sawa. 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 Uh, uh, Trying to find the property of his um, girlfriend. It is his girlfriend, right? You just say his fiance. It's close enough. (laughs) Fiance. Tell any woman that. Well, in this case, he didn't intend to marry her, so. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> his betrothed, yes. Mm. Uh, his uh, fiance Yuko, uh, mm-hmm. after after she's been missing for six months, which really it took six months. Um, uh, he arrives at her property. Uh, there is a fantastic bit of, of baroque, um, um, sting music to introduce mm. the vampire doll. Um, and also just like the most um um killer friendly house that i've seen in a in a movie <laughs> in a really, really long time just just it looked like somebody was playing sim city and just picked out a plot of land in the middle of the forest and just stuck like haunted murder house right in the middle of it <laughs> um that's about right <laughs> Uh, uh, he uh, knocks on the door and um, then notices um, the um, the the uh, creepy butler, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Genzo. Genzo, uh, yep. yes, uh, uh, who is deaf and mute and lets him in and then immediately attacks him, uh, because, <laughs> because of course, um, and then uh, Yuko's uh, mother. Uh, comes down and says, "Oh, hey, sorry, sorry about about him." Uh, oh, and by the way, Yuko's dead. So not yeah. only not only did you pay a lot to get here uh, and was were viciously assaulted, but <laughs> your your fiance is dead. We didn't think it'd be pertinent to to inform you at all within. <laughs> the time that you haven't seen each other but then she goes on to explain that uh she died what was it two weeks ago i believe yes she's mm-hmm. recently um, deceased recently pa- yes uh car accident uh, yes, yes she, the car was caught oh. in a mudslide <laughs> yeah, that's right i that was that mm-hmm. was the that was the thing i was like wait car accident no no wait i remember a landslide <laughs> um it was both um doubling yeah. down doubling down um so uh uh yuko's mother invites him to stay the night because you know um the cab's gone time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and times are a little rough uh and uh ooh, excuse me uh, i believe mr sawa sawa uh here's some sobbing coming from the house um the basement i believe uh, and it sounds like a woman sobbing because, mm. of course, it's it, it it's a uh, haunted house, so there would be a sobbing woman, um, and uh, begins to suspect that she's being held captive in the house away from her. Mm-hmm. 
and then sees her uh, from the from his bedroom window fleeing across the property um, in a very classic like hammer ghost movie shot of like woman in white dress um, running into the forest. Uh, he goes to investigate, uh, finds her at her gravesite. So um, suspicions confirmed instantly. Uh, mm-hmm. Where she then begs uh, him to kill her, uh, which is odd for a dead woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then uh, her eyes flash yellow, and uh, it she doesn't. The, uh, the editing gives the uh, implication of an attack with a knife, but with a knife. But suddenly. We are uh, told that it is a dream sequence from um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, from uh, Keiko, his sister, uh, ooh, um, which is a a, 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 a a good way of of giving someone the idea that uh, oh maybe maybe this was all just a dream. Um, Uh, let's see. Uh, so, uh, with the help of uh, Keiko's uh, fiance, uh, mm-hmm. they go to investigate because now uh, Mr. Sawa has gone missing. Um, Cameron, do you mind taking uh, taking over for me for just a second while I yeah yeah set off this horrible alarm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so, yeah, brain uh, Keiko and. Uh, her fiance, who I believe is Hiroshi. Hiroshi, yeah. Yeah, Hiroshi, yeah. Uh, they drive all the way up to uh, Yuko's family house only to find the mother again and Genzo again and being told, I believe, that Sagawa left earlier that day, I think. Yeah, Maybe? they said that yeah. he headed back to Tokyo and he's yeah. probably just waiting for them. They must, they must have missed him on yeah. the route. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they do the standard of sorry for your loss, can we visit the grave thing, etc., etc. And down at the grave, they find a cufflink, I believe, uh, that belonged to Sagawa. Uh, and it's got blood on it. This is a murder mystery all of a sudden. Da, da, da. Um, you know, they, they go back to the house. You get the old the old horror trope of the car's broken down, so we'll have to stay here for the night. Um, and so they each get to stay in spare rooms, uh, and we get the uh, we get the secret thing. They've they've inverted the trope. They deliberately sabotaged the car so they could stay and investigate. Uh, and then they they start heading out, sneaking around at night. Um, Hiroshi tries to investigate the basement. I believe at some point. Yeah, he finds yes. that locked door. Yeah, they finds the locked door down door. down to the basement. Mm. With uh, with the sobbing and wailing coming from behind it, because that's a, it's a totally normal thing to have in an old house. It's just the wind <laughs> coming through the attic. Oh, ho, 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 it goes the wind. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh god. Um. Yeah, oh, thus the goes the title. wind. Yeah, yeah. Thus goes the wind. Um he gets he gets shut down by Yuko's mother. Um 
Uh, I forget, honestly, what Keiko does during this section. Um, but Hiroshi goes to walk around as well. He goes to take a walk around the outside of the house and gets attacked by Genzo. Because all, all Genzo appears to do is attack people if Yugo's mother isn't around. It seems to be his baseline act. This, this is <laughs> it's, it's oh, oh, yes. Unlo- unlock the door, attack you. Um, can I, I, I also want to mention... Uh, mm. my my uh Yuko's mother gives my favorite um uh brush off to the obvious wailing woman sound coming from the door. Uh mm. she's just like, Oh yeah, that's just wind passing through the skylight. I'm like, Yeah, really? it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. That's what wind sounds like. Yep. <laughs> she, she, even commenting, Oh yeah, it's real unsettling, right? It sounds like a woman just crying. Yeah, that's just wind blowing through the skylight. <laughs> Nuts, right? Fine. This house is not haunted in any way. <laughs> yep, don't open that door. It's just wind. Blowing through the skylight in our basement. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, 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 a good, it's a good horror trope situation. Um, yes. Um, Keiko, I think at this point, is she had found um, the piece of the doll uh, that her... Ah, yes. Given to um, Yuko. It's like mm, broken. Yes, and so she surmises mm. that there had been some sort of altercation between um, her brother and Yuko, which is why he's returned to Tokyo. Mm. Mm. Except, you know, Yuko's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, except for Yuko's dead. Except for Yuko's dead. Um, God. I watched this two days ago, and the scenes are no longer straight in my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Leonard, please help. <laughs> yes, I'm, I uh, I believe uh, the attack happens. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I think um, I think uh, Yuko appears uh, mm. to Keiko. Uh, to Keiko. Uh, and she screams, and everybody runs in. And is like, "Oh, what's happening?" She's like, "A dead girl attacked me. <laughs> Real scared." Um, hmm. to, 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 to summarize, um, and I'm trying to remember. Um, wow, yeah, this is see. Okay, uh, listeners. Uh, Real, real big veil, uh, pulling, pulling, pulling the veil back a little. When you watch three movies back to back in a row, they time, <laughs> tend to trying to bleed over to you, especially when they're all made by the same production company and all deal with vampires and so and they all have the same, same set of actors. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll interject uh, here briefly. Um, this part, mm. I believe, is where I was not happy with um hiroshi so that's keiko's fiance yeah because he he like shuts her down and just says oh you're you're just sleep deprived there's like no way you saw yeah he's he just Mm. doesn't believe her at all and is like treating her like a child so he he lost a lot of points um in that moment there yeah um they end up leaving the house and um they're i think they're making their drive back to tokyo at that point mm. because then it's when she shows him that she found that, that that piece of the doll 
in the car. Yes, yes, yes. And so they decide that something maybe is kookier going on there than um, than at first glance. And then I think they do they they don't hit. Um, they go back to the house. I'm trying to remember. Now, even even I've forgotten the the order of how it happened. <laughs> well, they get they do more investigation work. They've talked to a few of the townspeople to try to get what actually may have happened, um, and they make a stop at the. Um, it's not a. I think it's just a district. Uh, like maybe like the census bureau. So the office mm. has records of um, public deaths, and so they look up uh, Keiko's, I'm uh, sorry, Yuko's um, death certificate and find out the attending physician that signed off on her um, autopsy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So go. that eventually leads them uh, to Dr. Yamaguchi, and mm-hmm. who gives, like, he's pretty much just, like, choose all the scenery, I think, for this film. And gives a giant exposition of what happened, and then also like a completely unnecessary um, tale from the war uh, <laughs> on how he uh, believes them and believes in the supernatural, um, but still has his uh, his his roots are still you know embedded in in science. Hmm. Yeah, he tells uh, tells a really fantastic story about one of his 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 war um, um, buddies um, dying, but saying, "I'm not going to die until I see the ocean." And then he uh, he he dies, and then the entire platoon sees him a- as he follows them for mm. days on end. Um, I, I really, I love the sequence because it's very like, like hammer horror, like, let me give you some mm-hmm. creepy backstory. And then it's immediately undercut by, yeah, but I'm a doctor. So that's silly. Like, <laughs> that, that's not what real clearly couldn't have been what really happened. But I, mm. I, I want to make you all think that that was <laughs> what happened so that's why i told you this story it's uh it's really it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite scenes in this entire in this entire film of just the mm. like here's here's the campfire story followed immediately by yeah but that was bs um because i'm a man of science yeah it has the best laugh oh. ever because he goes ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yeah yes like not in a menacing. I can't. It's hard to do. It's mm. Not a menacing yeah, laugh. It's yeah. like a jovial laugh, but it's yeah, frightening yeah. kind of in a way. Mm. Yes, he just really sells it. It's good. Yeah. So um, armed with this information, um, and uh, he, he of course tells them what condition he had found uh, Yuko in, which aligns with the um sort of damage that uh, Keiko had seen on the, the ghost of Yuko um, injuries to her arm that she has sustained in the, in the car accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So that prompts them to return to the house. Uh, well, they, she returns to the house. 
I don't remember what her fiance does. He does something else. <laughs> he's a, he's accosted by one of the one of the doctor's patients who who oh who yeah that's right see. um he's not, he's, not uh, yeah. he's, he's uh approached and mm. um this this patient is the um the resident uh, uh grave digger yeah yes. yeah so it. he's the guy that he he says he um not married he <laughs> buried <laughs> <laughs> he buried Yuko. And uh, he thought something may be suspicious there, so he's like, mm. he offers um, if you know if, if he's bribed, um, he'll go dig up the grave, and they can verify one way or the other whether um, Yuko's really in there. Because if she's in there, then nobody could be seeing a, a, her walking around. Mm. Um, but this this guy, like Doctor Yamaguchi, just steals the scene, and oh, I've never yeah. seen somebody with such a lack of like personal space awareness he's he's up in <laughs> he's up in uh hiroshi's face like right up in there mm. and mm. uh just giving him like the side eye uh it's it's really good i guess it's a super hard to describe like how good that that the blocking in the scene is the, the camera work in this overall is like phenomenal it's yes really, yeah really well yeah shot. absolutely uh so they they go to um Yuko's gravesite, end up digging her up or digging up the coffin. And surprise, mm. this is where we get the movie title from. The, the Yuko is not in the coffin, but there's a doll. A, a life size doll which um somehow springs up and falls on the gravedigger. <laughs> <laughs> scaring the ever living bejesus out of him <laughs> and he yep. just yep. takes off he just tears <laughs> off screaming and then leaves uh hiroshi to stand there dumbfounded like dude it's just a doll like, what's <laughs> where'd you go <laughs> and then the grave digger is immediately killed by you <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just hanging out waiting in the woods um oh but before that um Man, these names. Wish I was better with those. Uh, Kiko um, has returned to the house, um, mm-hmm. and 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 just kind of walks in and is doing some investigating and 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 finds Yuko's uh, mother, uh, at, uh, at which she uh, instantly apologizes for uh, breaking <laughs> and entering into her house. Um, and asks for some information. Yuko's mother takes her to Yuko's bedroom, where she's immediately locked in. Um, and after uh, um, uh, a bit of dialogue, uh, is j- just drugged with the sedative. Mm, yeah. Uh, by by the by the doctor. Yeah. 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 Another You're acting a little scene, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we find out that the doctor is working in tandem with um, mm. the family. Yeah. He's uh, the, the attending physician um, by his own admission. Uh, um, Yuko's mother also has trouble sleeping or fits of mm-hmm. not normalcy. So he, he provides her with sedatives. Um, of course, these are the, the of the needle kind. So it's more uncomfortable. <laughs> 
because he's in yeah. the, the yeah. sedative. Mm. It wasn't great. It wasn't a great scene. No, um, no. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. What happens, <laughs> what happens Hiroshi, in this movie? I've forgotten. Hiroshi <laughs> goes back and ends up tangling with Genzo. Ah, yeah. And yeah. Yes. he throws Genzo off a cliff. What? <laughs> Not like on purpose, on purpose. It kind of no, just. I mean, it just like happens. he didn't want to die, and Genzo is the yeah. instead. He, mm. Yes, was attacking him with a hand axe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Genzo was was armed at this point, so mm. he's going for it. It was, it was self defense, <laughs> and he's he's pretty much dead. He fell off a cliff. Yeah, and landed yeah. On he fell cliffs. off a very tall cliff. <laughs> Uh, so Hiroshi also goes back to the house. At which point, no, no, it was just not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, they so basically what what this boils down to is both um, Hiroshi and Keiko are back at the house. They mm. did they go? Oh. Uh, she gets locked downstairs. Mm, mm. I don't remember why, but she's put in the basement. And she runs into um uh her brother. Mm. Yeah. Who's <laughs> yeah. chilling in a chair. He's just hanging out <laughs> down there with uh with Hugo. You know, they have yeah. a little chat, it's great. No, it's not it's his it's her brother's corpse. And Yay. he's like horribly mutilated. Mm, um, the yeah. camera doesn't dwell on it, but it doesn't doesn't look nice. Um, He's real caught up. Yeah, yeah. just a little. Uh, <laughs> and she finds uh, Yuko um, in repose, just kind of on a gothic slab of mm. I don't know a table Something. that you sleep on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it is. She's just there sleeping on a table. No, she's in a. She's actually in a bed. Just is it, in is a, it a bed? Just, Yep, Maybe she's just in a ni- yeah. in a nice, comfy, comfy bed next to her dead fiance. Okay, there was tables <laughs> in one of these movies. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Somebody's sleeping. Oh on a slab. no! I Tables, think it was number tables three. was uh, Evil of Dracula. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Number three. Um, uh, anyway, she she runs into her Yuko uh, surprise, wakes up from her deathly slumber. Um, and we get a, I think we get a little bit of the regular Yuko at this point. Like yes, briefly yeah. for ten seconds. <laughs> um, and then she, she, her eyes turn golden, and she proceeds to attack um, Keiko. Mm. Uh, upstairs, Hiroshi has returned, saying that um, he's accidentally murdered Genzo who was trying to kill him. Uh, the doctor shows up. Mm-hmm. And he uh Hiroshi frees um Keiko from the the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they get like a showdown with the doctor and the doctor does his exposition and tells us exactly yeah. um he's also, he's also got a fucking gun. He Which has, is his old gun? He's from the war. Yeah, yeah. but that that feels messed up. Doesn't Japan have really strict gun controls? 
I guess maybe not like, in the 70s. I think it's set in the 50s. <laughs> mm. uh, no, uh, it's okay. probably set in the 70s still. The late yeah. 60s. I feel that might have been a clue because there's the whole thing like, you know, Yuko's mother's family was killed by a guy with a gun. And it's like, that's really unusual. And then this guy's like, yeah, I'm an army vet. <laughs> and then later on, he's got a gun. It was him. He did it. Oh, yes. He tells us specifically. Mm. Um, he's like, yeah, I came in. And oh, yeah, so there's a whole the, the town. We, we glossed over that. The town mm. knows that there was a, a crazy murder that happened at this estate. Um, yeah. And the only survivors, they imply that it's a massacre. So multiple people would have had to have died. Yeah. Servants, I guess. Um, but the only survivors are uh, Yuko's mother and Yuko. Mm. And well, Yuko's mother was the only survivor because Yuko was born yeah. after uh, this yeah. massacre. And the the word on the street is that Yuko's father was the assailant um, that had killed him. Mm. So Yuko, by association, there's like there's a, a heavy guilt by association. Um, yeah, in yeah, in in this society, so she's treated poorly like her whole life. She's treated as yeah. the daughter of a, a murderer. Um, which is part and parcel of why I think their their home is remote from everybody because they're also richer than mm. the surrounding town. So that's like a double problem um, for Yuko, uh, which I think is why ultimately she had to uh, seek companionship outside of the village, you know, in um, Keiko's brother. Yes. Mm. Yes. And through the through the doctor's um, lengthy monologue, uh, we find out (laughs) that he uh, was originally um, uh, affianced to Yuko's mother before the war. Yeah. And then he he went he went to fight, came back. And by the time he came back, Yuko's mother was already remarried. He didn't like that. So he just wanted to take his his fiance back and murders the associated other side of the family um and then assaults uh <laughs> his yeah. uh, former it's fiance and yuko is the, the result of that mm-hmm. so she yeah she is the um the daughter of a murderer and also the town yeah. doctor who at the time wasn't the doctor but once he found no. out that his wife was pregnant, he decided to move to the town, open up a practice so he could watch over both um, Yuko's mother and Yuko. So it's mm. like triple creepy. Yeah. 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 It's oh. not great. And uh, the shame <laughs> of bearing a child to a murderer um, forced uh, Yuko's mother to keep the secret of who the doctor really was um, mm. this whole time. So she's right. she feels complicit in this whole thing. She's wrapped up in it. Um, she feels guilty, I guess, about her daughter being treated badly for twenty one years. Um, and I don't remember what happens to her, but so they have a showdown um, with the doctor, which lasts who, like who, five seconds. Go ahead. Yes, and also explain who explains that uh, uh, Yuko was on her deathbed. Oh, yes. and he just hypnotized her to life <laughs> to, 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 uh, to, to everlasting to life yeah yeah because he's the devil it seems kind of it's weird it's like we exchanged her soul and that's why she's evil vampire killing everyone the, well it's a, it's a bit she's uh, mm. 
Yuko herself died, or rather, was her soul yeah. was squashed down, um, and is still inhabiting her dead body. It can't leave, uh, but the the grudge of her negative feelings, that onryo of hatred toward her her father, and then the village, um, mm. is what uh, is. Um, mobilizing it's 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 mm. moving the body it's animating it <laughs> piloting animating, yes piloting the it's, body it's puppeting the doll of yes mm. there we go there you go mm-hmm. making this the vampire doll and she she develops a predilection for just general blood it doesn't um mm. it implies that they were feeding her dead animals yes like yeah. birds in particular um and then she she carries around a little razor uh, that she would cut things to get their blood, um, mm. which she has, of course, done to uh, her her Keiko's brother. That's why he was all sliced up. Right. Cut back to the scene um, where the doctor is <laughs> pointing his re- lure re- at reveal- them. Yes, <laughs> revealing his plan and runs to go get his gun. They're still in the house. They're down by the door trying to escape. And he doesn't really sneak up. He just walks down the stairs to him. <laughs> he, he, really, like, hmm. he really he's does. Like, you can run, but at this range, I'm not going to miss with my little gun. Yeah. And, of course, this entire time, he is not revealed to Yuko who he was. Um, mm-hmm. And he decides that this is the moment to, to do so. Uh, Yuko... Uh, has been re- let out of the little basement when um, Keiko flee when she when she was let out it just left the door open so Yuko comes mm-hmm. out too and uh, she shows up and the doctor joyously says oh we can be a family again basically and um, yeah like, I'm your father uh, let's let's kill these fools um, <laughs> and that's not what happens <laughs> Cameron yeah. how no. does this go down. Ah. <laughs> Leonard, how does this go down? <laughs> um, um, in in a series of edits, Yuko runs at the doctor and it's not slices. edits. She's <laughs> super fast. <laughs> yeah, with her vampire speed, she <laughs> runs at the doctor and slices him across the neck, uh, uh, opening up uh, his jugular with some fantastic arterial Japanese arterial spray. Yes, um, it's good. That, yes, it's real good. As mm-hmm. he stumbles in the foyer of the mansion and then just bleeds out on the floor. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> and Sorry, Yuko's I watched this like, like a week ago, yeah. so seriously, it's just <laughs> falling out of my brain. <laughs> so Yuko's expression during this and like every time that she's... Um, vampire yuko because there's a there's a clear delineation between when she's herself and just begging Mm. for death and then when the hypnosis takes back over her eyes turn golden and she just gets this manic grin um yeah yeah uh and she gets even pastier um yes so she's just like crazy grinning and basically teleports over to to dice up the good doctor (laughs) um but 
we find out very quickly that the doctor's hypnosis relies on the doctor also being alive. So that's mm. the thing. And <laughs> yeah. as a result of his death, uh, you go, well, you can read this one of two ways because she's being inhabited by this spirit of rage and vengeance. Um, Ghost Rider? The, the, yes. The, um, <laughs> she, she Ghost Rider, is that you? Vengeance stare upon the doctor. Uh, mm. Because the source of her anguish um, has been killed by her own hand, uh, I think that spirit leaves. Um, or you can read it as he died, so the hypnosis is broken and the yeah. spirit leaves. Um, <laughs> column A, column B. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Ultimately, um, she. Mm. Uh, dies again so she yes yes re-deaths and but she's at peace which is what is important she's at yeah, peace yes and also melts um yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of deflates <laughs> deflates yeah. she deflates is, uh, yes well the, pu- the puppet strings <laughs> have been cut and uh, she's mm. returned to her mm. now eternal slumber yes it's a good scene it's, it's yeah. All, yeah yeah everything is well crafted Mm, it's definitely a poignant ending to a slightly shuffly film, I'd say. It drags a little bit sometimes, but yeah. the end is really good. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I also really love that that instead of like, oh, he just used the magic spell, it's like, no, oh, it's hypnosis because we were yeah. everyone was kind of into that in the 70s. So <laughs> not magic, even though it functions like magic it's hypnosis it's just very different the power of the mind Saimin Jutsu Mm. (laughs) I don't know why I know that one but yeah (laughs) (laughs) well I mean I know why I know that but (laughs) (laughs) anyway um, yeah that wraps up the first of the trilogy so Mm. as I guess the title implies vampire doll this isn't specifically vampire it's a nice mm. little twist and i think each of these films sort of does that it takes the vampire formula uh, more more in particular the hammer film vampire formula mm. and kind of plays yes. with it a little bit um yeah so that'll bring us to the lake of dracula which is the second <laughs> entry um, 1971 uh, oh yeah pumping these is, out uh, Chiyosume, so the, uh, I don't think that's uh, it's blood drinking eyes no yakata. so it's like mm. the, cur- the cursed um, mansion yeah the eyes that drink blood something like that yeah yeah Lake of Dracula is a bit more succinct yeah in English <laughs> yes <laughs> uh. But, uh, so, yeah, this one, uh, same director, and as we mentioned, a lot of the cast is similar, Mm -hmm. but it's nice because Mm -hmm. they've been put into different, well, sort of. Some of them have been put into different roles. Some of them play a very similar role, uh, Mm. just allowing them to kind of flex their acting muscle a little bit more um, in, in a few particular cases. Uh, I'll I'll do a super basic plot. This one, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, a young girl um happens mm-hmm. upon a spooky mansion by the lake. Yeah, yeah. She's traumatized 
and we cut to present day of the film. Uh, and as an adult, she still has issues with what has happened to her as a child. Um, and she receives a, a str- she's a, um, a teacher, I guess, for this little town. And mm. she receives a strange gift. Um, someone has shipped her a large box. <laughs> the, the box contains, I think at this point it contains nothing. But um, through that shipment, uh, her life is irrevocably changed. And the past literally comes back to haunt her. That's, that's mm. the movie. All right, next movie. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> no, but what about the great painting that oh, really yes. just shows the fear of the of the artist? Yes. <laughs> uh, so part of her um, obsession with the past and what this what what her experience has done to her is she uh, constantly has nightmares of these golden eyes um, staring at her, and she's she's made this most excellent painting of a um i think it's the lake with a, a nice backdrop and then in the sky like filling up the whole uh upper portion of the painting is this one spooky eye and i think there's probably a skull in the middle of it it's it didn't <laughs> mm-hmm. focus that much on the painting but um it's it's a nice nice little art piece a little installation yeah. piece uh rem- reminiscent of hereditary she's put all of her, <laughs> yes. all of her fears and dealing mm. with the past um through yeah. this uh painting yeah yeah and this one has an actual vampire which is nice <laughs> yes you get actual. fangs and everything and he's he's very hammer horror as well he's a field drawing a bit on the christopher lee dracula like yeah, it's styling blah, blah, at least dracula. Mm. Yes. blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Without actually going blah blah, but he could. Yes, quite. I think he could if he wanted. It wouldn't stop him. Mm. No. <laughs> so uh, the our our first, I think our first recurring um, actor is going to be her um, the uh, Akiko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Akiko is the main girl, and then her sister is the secondary kind of character, Natsuko. Um, but, uh, Akiko's, uh, he's not a servant. He just works for her. Yeah. It's, it's like weird. The town so her, kind of kind like of? she, I think she, her family runs some of the boating services. Like they mm. rent out boats, um, to, to people fishing on the lake. And, yeah. um, her, the, the, the guy, he basically, uh, is the handyman and takes care of um, the boat service stuff. Yeah, but uh, he's who accepts the um, the strange shipment and deals <laughs> with uh, the what we find out is a giant coffin that's been shipped to them from <laughs> Dracula. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, literally like the shipping um, labels like from Dracula <laughs> of of another city. Yeah, yeah. Two no one just has to get here. <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, Kyusaku is the the handyman mm, guy. Yeah. He is uh, the the actors who played um, Genzo in the yes previous film, yeah. and he's doing yes. a similar role, but he gets to talk this time. So yes, nice. mm, which is nice. 
and and has has slightly less of a predilection to just randomly attack people as well. Yeah, yeah, he has to wait I mean, until there's actually a reason. Yeah, yeah he right. gets around to it eventually. But <laughs> so uh, we we get him unpacking the the coffin, and then he's of course saying it's just some crazy joke, and that's when he, he yeah. contacts the shipping company and tries to figure out who. Uh, why this is he thinks it's sent to them erroneously um, mm. but it's it's grown through a, a nice little time lapse it's grown to be nighttime um during his uh frantic calling around to try to send this thing back to where it came from mm. the uh i guess he gets curious enough to open it uh he finds out it's empty but there's a spot of blood um on the lining of the coffin it's a very ornate very nice looking fancy ivory or something i don't know it, it looks expensive but yeah. uh, yes <laughs> that's that's yeah well, oh that's why that's why i love like the, the the thought process of like oh this is clearly some kind of joke some kind of multi-thousand dollar joke with this specially made very expensive looking coffin yeah what kind of elephant made that <laughs> silk lined very soft mm-hmm. oh what 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 a kidder this this mysterious what person was millionaire jokester <laughs> yeah. so um his his uh coffin delving doesn't last too long because he he encounters our golden-eyed vampire very shortly um mm. and is uh off-screen dispatched with yes he yes. did not make it poor kusaku <laughs> and then i think where um the, the scene cuts to introducing um natsuko uh so this is akiko's younger slightly younger sister um maybe like a year or two younger if that uh who is Would you say she's like the mod scene? I don't know. This is like this is one thing I really liked was everyone had very nice clothes. Like the costuming was like super on mm. point, and it's yeah, yeah, the best early seventies like aesthetic. Um, <laughs> yeah, she has a cool jumper. Um, not so good as, and I think later she has some crazy like other little funny hat and outfit. Outfits are good. Um, yeah, but she's like a modern girl and wants to go out on the city and do all that kind of thing. But uh Akiko's a little bit more entrenched in like the here and now and, and running her um teaching business or whatever she does. It's not <laughs> it's not super like in depth clear. Um however she is uh dating one um Dr. Saiki who is a, a I guess he's a surgeon. He's like a prominent doctor in the local hospital. Mm, um, yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't actually remember what, what happened. They because <laughs> it jumps around a lot. This one does go yeah. into the city and then yeah. back to the little town. Um, mm. They she, okay. So so basically, Akiko eventually finds out that um, her. Uh, employee um kusaku has gone missing mm. uh and so she's searching for him and ends up um 
she's constantly calling the doctor to like have him help her with stuff but he's he's busy he found a uh, half dead woman or not he but they they found a half dead woman by the lake so we're introduced mm. not only to the vampire immediately but to potential like fallout of the the vampire arriving at this um little community yes yeah. and yeah we have our um sort of mina-esque character um it mm. is drained with blood and there's no visible wounds, but I guess the nurses didn't actually look look very carefully because <laughs> giant puncture yeah. marks in her neck. <laughs> um, and the 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 doctor's kind of dealing with that, so he can't really help because um, Akiko's constantly calling the hospital and asking him to come to the house to help with something or another, or she's scared. And he's like, mm. I'm busy attending to actual work, so I, I can't just go do that. Uh, on on that note, as a sort of main character, he's far more relatable, I guess, or makes more sense than um, our our uh, Keiko's fiance in the in the previous film. Uh, this guy's yeah. more likable. Yes, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, busy, absolutely. but he he treats her like accordingly versus like treating her like a child. Yeah, he's not trying yeah. to he's not trying to tell her that she's crazy all the time. No, in fact, he believes her like straight away. Yes, mm. it's just like, hey, I try trying to save these lives here. Can, can he's like, I'm just also busy. I I can't like help everybody at once. <laughs> I think that's what it, it boils down to. Um, mm. um, so we have okay. He he when he has some free time. He shows up, and I think they go to um, they go to the shop where the boats are, and they find out that um, uh, Kyuzako is still alive, but yeah. he's acting yeah. like really shady, mm. and he keeps referring to someone as like his master. Like, My master says this, and, and um, uh, of course, uh, Akiko's he's like, "No, I've met your boss, and he's not like that." <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's something going on. Um, that that clues her to his strange. Now, um, he's he's become the the Renfield uh, of yes, this, mm, yeah, this yeah. The, the the classic vampire thrall. Yeah, he's got yeah, um, yeah. He's a little bit paler. Um, he's got dark circles under his eyes, and he's just so. Um, the the actor. Uh, this is um. Uh. Takashina Kaku. Uh, he's a uh, he's sort of heavy set. He's a stocky, mm. stocky, shorter gentleman, but he he can like almost present that shuffling hunchback mm. Igor. Yes, style. yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing um, when he's become enthralled, or when he was playing um, Genzo in the in the in the first film. Right. So he he leans on that like his body type can do like that um that sort of posture yeah um and it works yeah. very effective uh, like with um our, our previous vampire doll there's a shift a clear shift between how his normal acting is and then when he's been enthralled um yeah yeah so they're kind of dealing with that uh is 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 that before or after i'm 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 brutally murdered because <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, because there there's a there's a Leo in this dog. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, spoiled it. Spoiled it right away. Can't can't speak uh, in this film, um, uh, which is is uh, shown in the flashback as what it, was that like a cocker spaniel? Yeah, something like Cocos that. Yeah, Spaniel Labrador cross, kind of maybe. <laughs> cut, cut, soft, cut curly to dog. The, yeah, yeah. Cut to soft the present. Boy. Cut to the present, Leo, which is a German Shepherd. Yeah, this is Leo yeah. the fourth. Leo, Leo two, two. Pro- probably more than that. <laughs> the name Leo. Every dog is Leo. Yeah, um, yeah. Proving that that once again that characters named Leonard in in the visual media never end up well in in anything. <laughs> this has been my experience my entire life. I have yet to see a Leonard in a movie or a television show and end up Silent well. Hill. I mean, you just yeah. <laughs> mm. just don't bode well. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So poor old Leo goes missing and is found dead yep. in a field. Suspiciously, Kisaku is there as well. Yep. Yeah. It's just and he's and he's not speaking. He's doing like you said the uh, the possessed slash hypnotized thing, where he's just kind of leering, and then he suddenly attacks. He's revealed his true form as the same crazy <laughs> older guy from the previous film. Um, <laughs> Uh, and knocks Akiko out uh, by throwing her into a tree, basically, and takes her back to the the fishing boat rental house that he well, sort where of the coffin was. runs where the coffin is. Effectively, yeah, uh, lays her out on the t- table. She wakes up just as she's about to get bitten by a vampire. Uh, uh, and two fishermen are like, "Hey, we need to hire a boat." And <laughs> Yusaku and vampire take that as their opportunity to disappear. Yep. Um, well, they're scared by the light, like the the light of the yeah, truck yeah. in the pulling the out window. Yeah, and this vampire just he doesn't like light, I guess, and he because <laughs> he visibly hisses like, mm, and then mm. disappears. Um, I like to imagine that it's more of a a, a, a hocus pocus situation, <laughs> and that the vampire actually. And the, the <laughs> vampire actually thought that the headlights were just the sun coming up. <laughs> it could be. Oh, I mean, man. Yeah. We find he's also been imprisoned for a while. For quite a while, yeah. Oh, as, as um, we didn't mention that when he when he shows up immediately, the, the first time that we see him, uh, when he dispenses with Kusaku initially, he has these really cool... I guess it's not cool. It's not a good idea. It's horrible. But um, his costume is like sort of that gentlemanly vampire aristocrat mm. suit with a mm-hmm. yeah. scarf. Yeah. Um, but he's wearing manacles. Yep. Like yeah. Broken manacles. Yeah. So that's Being a chained nice up. sort of, it's not really a foreshadowing, mm. but it's letting you know no. something's weird. It's environmental storytelling? Yes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite subject. Um, so uh, Saki's uh, blood loss patient over to the hospital uh, sort of wakes up, gets out of bed, runs out. She's being beckoned by the vampire and uh, f- falls down a stairway to her death. Suicides? <laughs> it's really like they didn't mm. explain it. Like, I don't really want an explanation on a lot of this stuff, but that part was a little no. off. 
because she, she seems like control she threw herself, herself on set. purpose over the yeah. railing. Yeah. Because she was like laughing mm. and then screamed yeah. and then died. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fine. Uh, and then Natsuko comes back home with the vampire in tow. In tow. Hey, I met this really cute guy down by the lake. <laughs> yeah, great. Always really convincing. Actually, she falls off of the, off of the stairwell accidentally when she pushes the security guard. She uh, just kind of yeah. trips over the handrail. <laughs> Look, people have great sense of balance. That 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 hos- that hospital was not OSHA compliant enough. Clearly, yeah, yeah, the handrailing is really low. Like yeah. Tight. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if, if you bump that you're gonna go over yep yes. well, and she did mm. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. yeah so wait, wait, wait. um yeah natsuko brings the vampire home uh <laughs> to to attack akiko because she hates that akiko was the favorite sister of and the two of them to, uh, apparently hook up with the doctor Got to hook up with the with the nice doctor. Yes, um, we get we get actually a pretty great thing. Uh, Akiko hides herself in a closet and peeks out the keyhole and uses the bedroom mirror to scan the room to make sure it's empty. It's empty. Opens the closet door, walks out, and the vampire's just standing there yeah. <laughs> off to one side because he doesn't have a reflection. He's a real vampire. Um, <laughs> he's not a hypnotized um, doll. No, nope. he's just actually a vampire, which is. Pretty cool. Um, and at the same time, Saki's trying to come home because he's realized something's very wrong. And Kusaku appears in the car to attack. Um, <laughs> was this was this a really intense fight scene for either of you? Because this felt really, really it intense. Good. It's it was a, a really car good fight scene over like a back and front seat, and I mm. think he's like was holding a wrench. Yeah, he gets a wrench, uh, which is his downfall. The fight goes outside the car. <laughs> They're in the middle of a thunderstorm, and Kusaku runs out with the wrench held high and just gets hit by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> yeah. He's been thunderstruck. Uh, blessed. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, Saki gets back. He and Akiko find Natsuko basically on the verge of death on the beach from blood loss. Again, vampires. Uh, they try and rush her off to the hospital. She dies on the way. And her last thing is, cremate me as fast as possible. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. We'll just no. put you in the hospital no. and not pay attention to anything that's going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she gets better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she gets, gets back up. It's okay. Yeah. It's a good sign if right before the autopsy, the corpse sits up and grabs you by the arm, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's That's good. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the, the the mortician says, "Ah, a vampire doll. Sign her out, please. Release her. Yeah, it's just okay. Don't worry." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, she does something to Akiko to let her remember the horrific accident and this or incident with a vampire from her youth, which was a real thing. It wasn't just a bad dream. Yeah. Um. Which is apparently why she was the favorite because this traumatized her so heavily that the parents had to pour all their love into her and, um, re- and replace Leo repeatedly. Yeah, years. with more Leo. Leo. Yeah, dogs change breeds as they get older. That's just <laughs> how they just work. You know what? Dog is you like know twenty what? years old. You know what? There's a crazy market for that out there, Cameron. Actually, there yeah, was a, there was a way. 
yeah, genetic yeah. way well, to make this do dog. That. They do weird dog cloning. Mm, yeah. Probably. But I want, I want, I want, I want a Boston Terrier, to, a baby, a puppy Boston Terrier to grow up into like <laughs> what uh, uh, Malmute. That's yeah. Grows into a Malmute. The final stage of life is the Great Dane, evolving and getting bigger. <laughs> yep, that's how we get real life Pokemon people. Oh yeah. You know it's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so um, she. Uh, yeah. Let me mm, let me just sorry. cut in real fast. Uh, go, go. I I utterly skipped this part, but it's the mm. very beginning of the film when uh, it's it's doing a basically what we find out is a flashback uh, to yeah. to child um, uh, Akiko, and yes. so she's on the she's at the lake on the beach. And mm-hmm. Leo goes <laughs> running off. So she just goes to chase him. And she passes uh, the, there's a sort of cliffside to the lake. But mm. there's a, um, uh, it's not a cave. It's just a, a cut, a sort of undercut through the rock. And um, it, it, it's like a circular, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. You go under and through it, <laughs> and it opens up yeah. again um, on the other side. So it's basically a partition between the beach and um, another part of the lake. But yeah, it's it's not just um, it's more of a the idea of passing through a tunnel, and that mm. separates the real world from. The supernatural. Yeah, we, we get this yeah. in um, like Spirited Away or, or shows similar to that. It's a, it's a common thing between like fairies and like that sort of idea, um, separating yeah. the two realities. And this kind of leans on that, where through most of her life, um, the the thing that happened to her as a child has been separated, has been contained. I think in that other world. Uh, and it's only as time passed and what we find as something had been like physically restraining the vampire um, mm. and it's then able to cross over into like the real world yeah. sort of idea. Yeah. And, you know, now she's got to cross back to figure out what the hell's going on. Yes. Um, so Saki and Akiko use that same tunnel, cross back into that place, but to that old busted western style manner which i think <laughs> might just be reusing the set from the first film uh it seems like a little different window dressing but there's the same general shape of house um uh, i think this and, was a matte know, painting i think they painted yeah yeah maybe. anyway yeah i, I, I was thinking more of like the area layout but yeah, yeah. Um, they, they sort of search, search around for a bit. They find what they initially believe to be an old man who Akiko remembers from her flashback. There was an old man with a big gray beard who tried to stop her from entering the house, but she went in anyway. Uh, and that's when she had her incident. <laughs> who half-heartedly stopped, tried to his, stop her. He was he old. He did his he best. He old. He's trying really hard. But these young kids running around with their dogs. With their super fast dogs. Damn dogs. dogs it was, it damn was lawn. The, it, was the, it was the laziest child juke I had ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, eh, no. Yeah. Just kind of um, strolls in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, so they find him and they think he's alive it seems he's recently ish dead i say recently ish because his hand has 
stuck itself to his desk. And when they try to turn him around in his swivel chair, it like pulls the skin of his hand away as the entire arm appears to start sloughing away. Yes. That ain't fresh, but otherwise, apart from that, he looks pretty fresh. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's he's written everything in his diary because he is about to die soon. Uh, so he is a descendant of Count Dracula, who fearing what fearing his own bloodline, fled from Europe to Japan because he found out his son had contracted vampirism as like an inherited trait, effectively. Yeah, he said yeah. he was okay, and then his his father. Mm-hmm never exhibited signs of the, the curse. Yeah. It, yeah. Resurfaced in his son, but later in yeah. life. Later in life. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a generational curse. It just skips a few and then pops up every now and again. It's just like, it pops up when you're like 25 or so. Yeah. 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 When you, when you, when you're big enough to wear the tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be, uh, vampire clothes. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he himself never never was a vampire. His son became a vampire and, you know, he fled to Japan and locked his son away. For... God, someone's doing burnouts in the back roads. Um, well, his, sorry. his son killed <laughs> his fiance. Mm, yeah. That, that was when the vampirism showed up, of course, at the worst possible moment. Yeah, worst possible time. And that's also um, when um, uh, child Akiko visited. The- yeah the house yeah there's like the worst moment possible yes yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah uh so locked his son away and obviously recently the son busted himself out by way of the japanese mail so <laughs> I, guess. Well, he, uh, it, I think what happened or what it's implying is that as mm. the once the father died that made space for i think the son to free himself yeah so whatever he was doing yeah. to contain him was not st- strong anymore or he just never yeah. you know yeah. replaced those super rusty chains and after yeah after 20 just, years just they were waiting for them to rust they up they were able to be broken <laughs> mm. yeah um and you know we find out all this wonderful information we get all this exposition which is the vampire attack um so again, uh, but but um, mm. but they do state that they don't think that he's actually a vampire. They just think that he's crazy no. and believes that he's a vampire. Yeah, no, he's just one of those uh, one of those people who think they're werewolves. Yeah, thinks he um he thinks he was a vampire and he was drinking blood from his fiance. Uh, he was sick and then di- I think it said he died when he was yes. sick. Like he starved to yeah. death, yeah. And at that point, returned back to life as a vampire. So the curse takes full effect after you've died. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Which which makes sense because the yeah. the victims are only enthralled, and once they die, they come back as vampires, as we see with um, mm. uh, Nat Chan. Yeah, coming yeah. back as a she's back as a vampire. She's back and evil. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as it should be. Um, so, so we have a we have a classic running up and down the stairs, getting cornered, doing your best to get uncornered. Uh, we're not allowed to show massive amounts of violence throughout the whole film, so people are just kind of just going to kind of grapple a lot. Uh, yes, vampire fight. Which I think I made this remark uh, to someone I was talking about these films earlier today, but it's like I think it's probably to do with like 
Japanese cinematography censorship laws at the time is you can only show a certain amount of violence of a certain kind of in particular, like, you know, bleeding and things like that. So all these vampires throughout the films choke to death as yep. their primary form of attack. Yep. <laughs> and they punch. Yeah. He punches. And they sure. punch a lot. Yeah, they punch, they push, they occasionally throw. Um so we we get we get this big battle up and down uh until there's a weakened banister <laughs> and the corpse of the father grabs the vampire by the ankle, causes him to trip through the weakened banister onto a conveniently placed pole arm. <laughs> and he goes like all the way through. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's a stake in, if I've ever seen one. It got him right in the belly. Hmm. <laughs> And has has a really fantastic, like yeah. screaming death. Oh yeah, this is the best one. On, it, I think <laughs> they double down on the vampire death in each of these. It just gets progressively mm. better yeah, or longer, yes. better. more frightening. Because this, uh, like as a child, if you watch this, is probably oh, pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's you can combine definitely. this with like. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark or uh, Last Crusade as far as decaying mm. thing screaming at Into you. Into skeleton boiling boiling away. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll have I'll have you know that I watched that that arc sequence on loop as a child and I turned out just fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with you at all. Nope. You're perfect. <laughs> I think you're lovely, Leonard. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, kind yes. of pointed, I guess. I guess the father wasn't all the well, way, all the way dead. dead. Well, his curse activated also. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad. That's not a bad idea. Uh. But he only so had a like, little bit of the curse. So it was just enough to yeah, just enough to tip felt more not enough to justify an after credit scene where they fight the old man vampire no i liked i like to imagine that after when the credits started rolling they just picked up the old man's body and threw him over the railing (laughs) onto his son making a stash care of it (laughs) yes exactly oh gotta not chan's gotta go too (laughs) yep yeah, no, she's fine. She was an infected and not a direct descendant, so she gets the whole. Oh, she's beautiful in death. Yeah, well, she only had one. She is now the curse is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> her hand like deflates, and that was the end of it. Yeah, mm, her face. Yeah, is okay. Yeah. Mm. All right, and then we have the evil of Dracula. We're getting progressively like broader concepts here. Yep. Go from a doll to a lake to evil itself. Um, so this is uh, this is vampires go to school. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dave, you might know better. Was this a university or like a boarding school? Because I can't tell like ages of people very well, so I'm not sure if they're middle aged actors meant to be portraying no, high this school was a age university. girls. Or, it's a okay. women's a women's university. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I did get the right impression. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely Lady supposed you. to be college age like yeah barely. yeah barely that love mm. slumber parties oh yeah they love they love slumber parties and yep. uh picking up random flowers they find on the floor um <laughs> <clears throat> so uh we get a new teacher who's going to be the psychology lecturer is coming in part way through a term to get used to the school and to get to know the students and everything 
uh, and before he starts teaching properly in the next term, I suppose. Uh, and he gets to spend the night at the principal's place. Uh, yay. Can, Who can is, we? Mm. Mm. Yes. I was just going to say, can we just talk about how this, this psychology teacher looks like he should be chasing Lupin the third? Oh, he should be. Uh, yes. <laughs> he has a perfect. snazzy uh, trench coat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he gets some real, real sweet, jazzy flute, 70s flute music. When he gets off the train, he's like, I'm, a, I'm like, man, this is a protagonist. This is, he's gonna, he's gonna face the evil of Dracula after he spends the night yeah. at the principal's house. Yeah, at the principal's house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, he gets some shocking news here. He's in line to be the next principal because this one's sick and won't be sticking around much longer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just supposed to teach here. What the principal? Yeah, I came here to be a psychology teacher. I don't, I'm not sure about like yeah. running the whole thing, yeah. but okay. It's like the, sure. No, it's okay. Don't worry. That's what we do. Um, every few years mm. we hire someone and then they just get to be the principal. Yeah. Like, oh, it's been going on for 80 years. Look at all these principles. No, no, <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. The principles. <laughs> the wall of principles. And we get a lot. This is our wall of principles. There are a lot. There's <laughs> been. It, did they all die? Why do they have. <laughs> it does yeah. look like a bunch of funeral portraits. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they the wouldn't have pictures wife. otherwise. Like, that's just yeah, yeah. what they're going to do. True. You get a uh, picture the principal's of dead, wife. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The principal's wife also recently died in a car crash a couple weeks back. Car um, crash. Themes died. <laughs> yeah, look, hey, it's fine. Um, but the the new teacher can't go to visit her grave because she's lying in state in the basement, which is apparently cool. the local custom. You leave them down at the basement for a week and pray for their revival um, <laughs> during this time, and then you bury them, presumably. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, I mean, I can see where that stuff originated. Like, people might slip into a coma right. for a week, and, like, that's the make sure they're really dead period. But it, it does seem a bit odd from an outside perspective. He's like, what do you mean? Um, so, wait, so you didn't you didn't bother to let me know that you were considering me for a position that I might yeah. not be interested in. Also, you yeah. want me to sleep in the house with the dead body in the basement. Cool. Yeah. This yeah. is uh, my, Don't worry my, about my, the body. It's okay. Yeah. yeah it's my, tenure, my tenure here is starting off to like a great start. I'm this real. Of course, no trauma. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> real. real. Okay. Cameron, as somebody who works, who works uh, with teachers and mm. teaching, um, yeah. how would you feel in this situation? Um, I have enough trauma on a day-to-day basis dealing with everyone else's children. <laughs> it's difficult enough without adding bodies into the equation. Um, which is why he has a stressful dream. This poor, stressed out, new psychology teacher man has a very stressful dream about a university student in a blue negligee. Yep. <laughs> which, incidentally, this film has a lot more blood and nudity <laughs> than yep. the previous films were starting right off the bat there. I was surprised by that, but sure. Okay. Um, and you know, ma'am, you're bleeding because uh, we were going further into the eroticism of vampire bites because this is a, uh, Hey, it's the arrival of the titty vampire. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Every vampire bite in this entire, in this entire film is on the breasts. For the, some yes. Reason. Well, the, the, <laughs> 
we forgot to mention the original title of Chiyo Subara. So that's the, the Ooh, rose yeah. that drinks blood, the blood drinking yes. rose. Or yes. the evil of Dracula. <laughs> or the evil of Dracula. Again, a little less of a mouthful in English. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he turns around and shock another young woman. Um, well, youngish woman beautiful uh appears they're both very pale they're both sort of running on me and uh he hits his head on something and wakes up and that was his dream it's totally not real totally not absolute absolutely did not happen totally normal um <laughs> i do like that the other woman does just fly at him like oh yeah there's, yeah. there's no pre- there's no pretense in this one it's like oh no no it's actually vampires and she's just gonna oh, yeah. Glide at you. Yeah, they got the got the teeth and everything. The teeth. Yep. The... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he wakes up slightly disturbed by that, but you know, it, new job, new me. Uh, jumps into his role as a teacher. Uh, he finds out a couple of students go missing every year, <laughs> which they just disappear. One one disappeared just last week. You know. <laughs> Which is totally normal. Absolutely fine. I guess they're adults, so if they just want to up and leave, they can. But you know, you know, at this point, I'm starting to turn around on this guy because he clearly didn't do any research into this town yeah. before yeah. accepting this job either. So mm. <laughs> principles don't last long. There's a high turnover rate. Girls keep going missing. So you want yeah. to be a principal? <laughs> You know, I like to uh, I like to imagine like principles are the equivalent of nuclear material, and it's like oh, running the school is so hard; it takes so much energy. Oh, we gotta oh, swap swap swap, a, swap swap another principal rod out before we get a meltdown. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, girls go missing occasionally. One uh, Nonomia someone was not on me or her last name i believe so uh went missing about a week ago but uh, that's fine that's, that's the one in the blue nightgown yeah yeah in the blue now nightgown yeah uh, th- this is all fine this is all perfectly normal um he settles into his getting to know everyone phase uh the students seem to like him the uh the professors seem a little weirder especially uh yoshi uh, who is the professor of French literature, who just kind of <laughs> recites poetry and stares at people, is apparently everything that he does. <laughs> Don't you know that that's what being a professor of literature is in literally I'm... every piece of media I've ever seen? When you're yeah. a professor of literature, you turn your nose up and you recite old, obscure mm. passages. Well, he's yes, also using no, like French poetry, so yes. he's already got that in his favor i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um you know but the, everything is not perfect <laughs> in this in this in this wonderful university where people go missing every year and we run out of principles every couple of years um it's okay they have curfews <laughs> instated you're not supposed to yeah. go out you know there's a bedtime but it's mm. okay have your pajama party and then go out when you're not supposed to in the halls. Yeah. Because that's safe. <laughs> yeah. Totally that's safe. very safe. Totally safe. Um, I believe at some point the uh this this new teacher actually checks on the body of the principal's wife 
Yep. I, because of the weird dream and, you know, it goes so far as to open the coffin and everything. And we have the, actually a great shot where the principal comes down to find him down there in the sepulchre in the basement and just is talking to him, so keeping his attention on him. And you just see the arms slowly rise up out of the uh, out of the coffin. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then slowly go back down. <laughs> yeah. It's behind his back, so they can't, we see yeah. him with the, the um, yeah. professor. Yeah, he has no idea how close he came to just getting, just getting grabbed. Midnight snack. Yeah, um, snack. Snacked on. Midnight snack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and she has a white rose in a little vase next to the coffin. There's sort of a, a memorial thing, I guess. There's but no other really, real evidence of any other prayers for revival. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, I think it comes down to being a little bit more like the Disney Beauty and the Beast rose. Than anything else. <laughs> yep, I was yeah. thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, as it later shows up mysteriously in a corridor, cutting one of the student's legs <laughs> and takes it. Um, it's, it's the titular blood drinking rose. Drinking rose. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I can, I can, I, you, you know what? I'm gonna, listeners, listeners, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you on, on a little secret. Not the biggest vampire fr- uh, fan, but if there was, if we got more vampires doing interesting things like using roses as mm. like trapping killing methods, basically, I just want, I just want vampires to be stand users. That's all I want. Um, it sounds like you want them to be tuxedo mask instead. Yes. Yes. Well, if, well, really, tuxedo mask isn't that far from a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. He just has to bite more. <laughs> He's very ineffective at his job. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this this young lady takes the rose back to her dormitory room. Oh, what a nice rose, et cetera, et cetera. And um, is uh, stricken by a mysterious illness involving becoming very pale and having two puncture wounds on your breasts because <laughs> yep. this is this is a normal sign of physical illness, says the school doctor. I I don't have to understand the wound; I just have to treat it, <laughs> which seems a little that sounds a little iffy to me. <laughs> yeah, you should probably understand the wound as well. Just just to, you know, it helps. What did this nope. come from? I don't care. Yeah, what does it matter? It, hey, it, hey, it's fixed, right? It doesn't matter mm. where it came from. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's just a little blood loss. <laughs> Look, there's another one. It's happening again. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just, you know. It's fine. That, happens that, every year. Yeah, that just doctor strikes, strikes me as the kind of doctor that's like, oh, yeah, and also I, you, you seem to have a lot of Yakuza friends as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're not particular about asking about where these injuries came from. Yeah. No, no. Is that a yeah, bullet? Uh, no. No. What are you talking about? It's fine. Um, yeah, so so we get, we get sort of our investigating a mystery part of the movie where they begin to piece things together as more and more creepy stuff starts happening. There is a peeping Tom who leaps down from a second story window and runs off into the forest when noticed there is mm, there's the mysterious door to um nonomia's room that keeps flapping back and forth and oh the teacher goes in to investigate because he's getting a little suspicious at this point which is warranted um and <laughs> finds her student id and re- and goes this is the girl from my dream that first night i was here 
I've never heard of her name. I've never seen her before. Why did I know exactly what she looks like and what she was apparently wearing at the time she disappeared? Yep. Because vampires. Um, you see. Uh, hey, what's that? A former, a former professor here who was asked to become principal went insane and has been locked away in the madhouse. <laughs> um, it's just all kinds of, all let's kinds go, of not let's go talk great. To him. Let's go talk to him. He's just going to stare at a wall um, while we read him his big pile of notes about all the crazy nonsense he had to endure. Uh, if the devil walks on earth, he cannot be in, in the form of the devil. He must assume something else, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and basically what this all boils down to is every every few years, the principal, who is a vampire, and the principal's wife, who is also a vampire, pick a new principal and a student <laughs> and take their places and literally their faces in this case, their identities, um, to sort of continue on ruling the school. I'm not sure what their ultimate <laughs> objective here is, honestly. They just love education. They just love education. They love raising young minds and occasionally sacrificing those young minds so they can continue their life. What you know, the wife passes away mysteriously, the you know, the principal gets ill and moves away for his health. And then a new principal's here. And a new principal's wife is here. She's from the student body, actually. It's, this has gone on for 80 years and no one's asked any questions. Nope. <laughs> apparently. Well, if you ask um, questions, you get the rose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, but we, we do get some great scenes. Like um, one of the bitten girls rises up and runs away because she's being called by the mistress. And this is the principal's wife calls her down to the basement because she needs a new face. Um, <laughs> and as we get the big... Horrifying. It, this is actually legitimately horrifying. It gets the big sacrifice as she cuts off her face. That's all out of shot, obviously. But what's in shot is like her arm curling up and blood just spattering everywhere in like sort of fine droplets. Yes. It's like this, this, was, this was the scene. Hello, kitten. This is, <laughs> this is the scene where I went, this is more blood, violence, and nudity than the last two films combined and doubled. <laughs> <laughs> yes in this one scene it was wow pretty intense yeah. um and she yeah. buffalo bills that <laughs> yeah buffalo bills that puts that face on which is apparently i think this 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 vampire can do um yeah. tries to trick uh the 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 murdered girl's uh dorm friends into believing that hey it's me sorry i ran away i just came back it's fine it's uh, not the they're not having body. any of it <laughs> It's not the right body shape. <laughs> the face is right, but she's acting all weird. You know, th- there are clues. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, it is... Brain. My brain's shutting off. Someone else take over. I've done most of this movie. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, well, there's also the Rorschach test that we... Oh, yes. Test. Rorschach test is great. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Good old psych teacher is <laughs> is explaining. Hey, ink blots. You love them. We all mm-hmm, love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you all to write down what you think these slides look like. And first one, uh, uh, well, in my opinion, looked like a pig. But one of the students <laughs> uh, ironically wrote bat, and I said sure. Um, and then he he 
he he uh, slid up a another one um, that just looked like an ink blot <laughs> that literally blot. that literally just mm. looked like an ink blot, and yeah. uh, and uh, one of them wrote blood. Cut to the uh, screen being co- covered with splatterings of mm. like fire engine red blood. And uh, is this the uh, the girl, the student that? Um, picked up the rose that hadn't been feeling well yeah yeah yes she has a, a very violent reaction which she stands up screams and then immediately faints and mm. everybody uh is not cool when <laughs> I, i'm trying to remember when does the missionary uh weird missionary monk section like backstory happen dave do you right toward the end yeah <laughs> so they always do their exposition yeah so um god what what teacher is it though it's or is it the uh, it's the school doctor i think is in on the doctor or at least they were in the doctor office office yeah he's like yeah no actually this is yeah 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 (laughs) he's like yeah no this is actually pretty weird which is why i've been compiling all this information on it you know there's a lot of like vampire legends around here hey (laughs) let's go to the graveyard together it'll be cool and fun um (laughs) And in this graveyard, which is quite a normal graveyard, there's just this ancient exposed coffin just sitting, <laughs> yeah. out, sitting out in the open. Um, it's like made of iron and it's like, looks like it's built to be chained down. And we get the backstory of uh, a foreigner, a white man who washed up here one day and uh, became an awful, terrible vampire. He killed and drank the blood of uh, a young 15-year-old girl. Uh, and then he was murdered, and then he came back because he was a vampire, so they murdered him again and locked him down in this coffin, which is now, unfortunately, empty. Yeah. Uh, the implications being that the vampire and the vampire's wife, or, or the vampire and the vampire's husband, if you want to put it that way, um, are <laughs> those two, however many years down the track. Yes. <laughs> um, and actually, shockingly, uh, well actually um yes uh the uh we get our exposition of where the vampire came from and yes mm. i love i love the like like the really gross overgrown area that nobody mm. bothered to to take care of <laughs> yeah that just has has exposed coffins in it um yeah. like we should do something about that the principal <laughs> says no just leave it there. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. oh, meanwhile, students are still are still getting sick. Their uh, uh, Rose Girl has has is having a real tough 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 time. She's telling friends that she has to take them uh, take them somewhere. Um, I'm I'm it's I'm awful also Tefloning Dave. I need to throw mm. to you. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> this is the one I didn't have a chance to rewatch, so <laughs> I saw this like in December. Um, <laughs> something happens, and the end. Uh, no, they. What is, what the heck happened? He he goes. The the professor ends up just going back to the house, doesn't he? Mm. So I think he uh, he figures out what's going on, 
after the principal there's a attacks. detective too isn't there i believe so there's another dude I... investigating it like an actual detective mm. but i don't remember what he does no he sits around and accuses the psychology lecturer of being the the attacker i believe I th- yeah I the so only... because it's like a red herring Mm, yeah, well, like, the psychology lecturer sees the vampire from behind and goes, well, it looks like the principal from behind. Yes. And then, then you know, the detective goes, well, I only know one person who looks like the principal from behind. The principal. It's the psychology lecturer. No. <laughs> <laughs> the principal, yes. Yep. <laughs> only one. Only person that looks like the principal from behind. <laughs> person who was the actual eyewitness. So, mm. <laughs> Sure. You look just like the principal from behind, more so than the mm. actual principal. Must be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like roses uh, and blood? Uh, we also uh, we also get some great stuff with uh, photography. They develop some pictures and see um, one of the girls just apparently standing there with her arms up in the air for no particular reason, and then it's like, oh, wait, there's a, there's a mirror over here. We just like if we stand like this, look, she was clearly with someone. They just don't show up on a camera. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Again, she's, she's like embracing the air. And then we find out mm. that you could fit a person in there. So she's hugging somebody. <laughs> yeah. Or someone's hugging her. Mm. Quite. Yeah. And then uh we get we get we get to the finale eventually where Oh, uh first before that, <laughs> Ki- uh Kyoko. Uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the student that found the the rose in the hallway, um, who was kissed by Rose, uh, um, <laughs> uh, attempts to uh, kill Professor Psychology with a pair of scissors. Uh, failing mm. that, she immediately runs out of the room, uh, stops at at stairs, which you know means we all know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> looks back at everybody. Gives a smile and then, uh, uh, of course, throws herself over the banister because yes. um, that is how you truly defeat vampires is by throwing them over banisters and hoping that either the <laughs> fall kills them or that they fall on something sharp and die. Um, Look, it is canonical in Dungeons and Dragons that fall damage bypasses all resistances. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Even, even therefore, armor resistances to halberds. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say that that skeleton took all of the blunt damage because it fell two stories. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um. Yeah. But we we end up with our usual end of the movie vampire boss battle uh, again. <laughs> lots of grappling. Lots of throwing things around as well. Um. At one point, including throwing a small fire axe. <laughs> yep. Which. That was that was pretty great because like oh they, he 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 got him and then they're like about to escape and the fire axe just thunk <laughs> gets thrown right back as it were um and we end with this really 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 drawn out vampire death scene. <laughs> <This is the laughs> best. It is so good. It's like the the principal and the principal's wife both age very very quickly initially like they both immediately go to gray and white hair with like yep. the really wrinkled near dead papyrus looking skin yes. and then 
it's just them slowly, slowly decaying more and more until they finally reach out and hold hands and then they just start deflating and then <laughs> boiling away and then melting away. There was something earlier um, about, you know, the illusion being cast aside to reveal a creature's skin slick with sweat and pus. And this is what that looks like. It's awful. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not great, but it's also great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it is a genuinely disturbing looking effect, even though, like, objectively, I know that's probably like a bunch of jello. Yeah, it was kind uh, of under, 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 under a heat lamp. Yeah. yeah. It's like gelatin liquefied. It's blood. And mm. Then they deflate too. Gotta have that. Yeah, and leaving, leaving two smiling, smoldering skeletons holding hands on the floor. Which, yeah. You know, maybe if those right. skulls looked a little better because they looked super jazzed to be, mm. Mm. be dead <laughs> at the end of this story. Yeah, they were tired, just tired of swapping faces. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the end. <laughs> yeah, it is the end. The, there is a theme here, which is as soon as the vampire is dead, the movie is over. No, like, therapy there about is what no, just there, happened. There is There's there no, is no wrap-up. That, no wrap that is the end of this story. The yeah. vampire has died, which is also the most horror Hammer movie thing I can offer. I can actually think of so mm. so bravo. Yeah. That, that. That's how the movie go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The evil has been vanquished. The evil is defeated. <laughs> Lives yes. on this small frog. <laughs> uh, I got to rewatch Cabin in the Woods sometime. <laughs> mm, the rose, yeah, the rose did turn bright blood red. It uh, did. The vampire finally fed fully on the girl it pricked. Um so yeah, I'm not sure on what exactly it does, if it's some Beauty and the Beast thing, but... <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a hunger gauge. Mm. Right? And, <laughs> you know, it doesn't even ha- play into his backstory, because it was like mm. some monk that just got lost in the deserts of Japan. Well, he didn't get lost, yeah. he was exiled. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And had to survive the, drinking his own blood. Yeah, at the time, Christianity was illegal. Oh, yes. Context. He showed up there. Context, yes. He showed up (laughs) and the the people exiled him because he's not supposed to be not supposed to be there either way, but definitely didn't want him there because he was um, Christian. So they sent him out into the desert and by the time he, you know, dehydrated enough that he resorted to drinking his own blood to replenish his thirstiness. (laughs) You were... (laughs) thinking about saying fluids and real how much that didn't work <laughs> didn't you Dave <laughs> the blood replenishes the blood supply from your own yeah. oh, it's a circulatory system right it works. Yeah, yeah exactly I guess <laughs> blood into water <laughs> yep and that didn't work so he became a vampire yeah. yep totally vampire rose is out there now <laughs> <laughs> it'll get you it'll you, get you, you know you, you, you say that Cameron but I can absolutely guarantee you that there is a movie somewhere named Vampire Rose that we will oh, at yeah. some point inevitably have sure. to do for the show well I know there's Kiss of the Vampire mm. but and this one's the blood drinking Rose 
Yeah. So yes. this is the movie where <laughs> that we were searching for. <laughs> it also means that Seal is a bam. Um because mm. kiss from a rose. On the grave. On the yeah, grave. it's all it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh that wraps us up for three the blood spooky vampire movies. Yes, mm. the Bloodthirsty Trilogy. They're actually a yeah. lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Mm. There's some downtime in some of them, <laughs> but they're all pretty good. Like, they're short watches, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, and they're entertaining. Yeah. If, if you're got- into Hammer Horror, they are well worth a watch. Yes. They're they're worth it for the cinematography alone. Right, these are, like, mm. these are very... Um, yeah. Yeah. There are there are some fantastic bits. Like I think it was in the second one where the vampire is walking downstairs and the shot just follows the feet, but there is a minimum amount of sound, even though he's walking down these old creaky stairs. Yes. There, there are some great, great bits. Yeah. Oh, they, they definitely reused the house from the first movie mm. in this one because it's the same yeah. uh I don't know what you call that. It's Kind of like a carport where they pull yeah, in and yeah. there's an overhang, but it's the same one. <laughs> Toho can't be expected to buy houses, different houses for all of their vampires. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> no, no. But you get one set of actors, you get well, one yeah, exactly. set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, one so set, we, we, one yeah. set of actors. Yeah, the... the the principal vampire is the vampire from Lake of Dragon. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The same actor. <laughs> they really oh, was it, did he end up becoming the Japanese Christopher Lee? That would make I don't make, I don't be, think that's the case. Um No. That's which is a shame because he was really good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, can, but these are fun. All these of, like, are two seconds. Um, yeah, these, so these are yeah. fun little flicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I oh, I also forgot to mention that um, mm. going back to Vampire Doll has some fantastic uh, rear projection uh, car driving oh, that yeah. I love. <laughs> um, really, mm, just a chef's kiss with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I couldn't recommend it. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. Well, it looks like more. He, he did a lot other, um, a lot other. That's not good. Uh, he did a bunch of period <laughs> pieces. A lot of oh, period okay. pieces. Uh, he was in a, <laughs> at least four of the Zatoichi um, films. Oh. And um, unfortunately, he passed away in um, 80, 82. Oh, yeah. So he was young. He was only 43 when he died. Wow. So he may very well have been later on. Yeah, that role mm. were he to have lived longer, right? Mm. But yeah, we um, I highly recommend these films. Uh, they're they're excellent, um, visually, and I think the storytelling, um, as we mentioned, it's a little padded, but the run times were never long. This this was the longest, uh, or Lake of Dracula, not Lake, sorry, Evil of Dracula was the longest at an hour and a half. The others yes. were slightly over an hour mm. long. And aside from, I think, some of the sort of pastoral scene bits, which may have 
felt like it padded the film. Uh, yeah, the, the overall stories were pretty self-contained, and you're uh, for better or worse, kind of in one location, one or two locations for the the, yeah. the duration of the film. It um it it lends really well, I think, for understanding these characters, and it's not giving us more snippets outside their general life but you're able to identify with everyone i think pretty quickly yeah without it um, resorting to a lot of um, exposition or backstory uh it's just sort of self-contained little um like they're almost like a novella like if you had adapted it that way i would be interested mm-hmm. in reading these mm-hmm. also they would make a good um series of little books yes yeah and we get three completely different versions of um vampires or dracula's yeah, um, yeah. maybe which is pretty rad yeah interesting enough to see within uh one um director's uh, obier and within the span of like five years that mm, this was filmed yeah uh i don't think we have anything else uh that mm. I think might wrap us up for our two-year anniversary episode <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This has been a wild ride, but we made it. And I'm sure we'll make it to three sooner yeah. or later. <laughs> in, in about a year's well, time. Well, well in, a, in a year, that, 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 will be, that will be the soonest and both the soonest and the latest that we can make it to three years. <laughs> well, I can always extend the time. It, it'll, it could be any time. Well, we do our three-year anniversary, but this isn't this year five. Mm. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> People can listen to these out of order, I think, is what happens in the first place. Oh, yes, that's so, true. You could theoretically listen to Anniversary 1 and Anniversary 2 back-to-back and have those yeah. been your only uh, experience of the show. And, yeah. And you wouldn't you be could um, e- remiss in that. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> you could even listen to an episode where I didn't exist yet. Oh, well, you existed. You just wanted to show. Nope. We haven't been around that nope. long, Leonard. Pulling, pull, pull, pulling the curtain back again. I am just a golem that Dave and Cameron created to serve yeah. as third chair. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you well, don't Matt realize left, is we needed a new creation. Yeah. The, this, that's why I know so which sleepy. version of Leonard this is. That's why I'm yeah. so sleepy all the time. <laughs> yeah. We messed up on the words a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he just woke up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just achieved sentience, more like it. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. Maybe we'll look at uh, homunculi uh, next episode or something. Oh yeah, we should definitely do something like that. Read a golem story. Do it anyway. Yep. That yeah, is that's us. us. Episode yeah seven. I don't know what episode this is. Uh, let me check real quick. Hold on, I got the podcast apps for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Shows, MDM, Monster, DM, Monster. This is episode sixty-eight. And technically, it's a little bit. It's maybe seventy-one. Well, yeah, yeah we've, we've got the other episodes. So seventy-one is the, yeah. the real number. <laughs> <sighs> well, thanks yeah. for sticking with us for it, everyone. Uh, Oh, God, it's like time for me to go to bed. I've just looked at the clock for the first time in two hours. <laughs> yes, yes. So we will uh, we will say goodbye to all you great listeners. 
and we'll see you mm-hmm. again in two weeks time for something we'll let you know <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, in advance and of course housekeeping for the end oh, Dave, yes, right. where, where can people find you online uh don't have to look too hard i'm on twitter at sentinot underscore plus uh cameron how about yourself also on twitter at night underscore twitten that's night without a k come hang out i put pictures of my cat up and she is very cute even if she is a demon uh leonard Yes, you can find me on Twitter as well at Dr. Faust is Dead. And you can also find me on YouTube at Dr. Not at, but just searching <laughs> Dr. Faust is Dead. Uh, I make videos. I'm actually currently finishing up the script for a new video essay because mm-hmm. I looked and realized that I haven't made one in a year. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get to work on that. Uh, and that's me. And uh, I guess yeah. uh, I I can say for my I will speak I will speak for my co-host and say <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you all, and uh, come back and join us again for another episode of Monster Dear Monster. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Hey, we did. Save this. Save this real quick. Same.